0: Right, got more news for you on the famed and troubled CRL, the City Rail Link in Auckland. It's been a story of delays and budget blowouts, of course, and this morning we've got a new twist. The first pushback was to 2023, i.e. now. Then it got pushed back to November 2025, and you might now, we can reveal, if you're lucky, get to ride in 2026. City Rail Link Chief Executive Sean Sweeney is back with us. Sean, morning to you. Good morning, Mike. Um, Just to explain this, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're handing over November 2025. What they do with it from that point on is no longer your problem, but the 2026 is on them, not you. Is that fair or not?
1: That's a pretty reasonable summary, Mike.
0: Right, so you're still good for November 2025? Yes. How confident in saying that are you, given what we've seen and heard previously?
1: Oh, that's the date we're working to. That's the date that everything indicates we'll, we'll be able to hit. But, Mike, nothing's certain in construction. In the last three years has shown us that. In the last few months has shown us that. But we are, in spite of everything we had thrown at us this year, we are still working to that date. Uh, it's a P50. I think that's, that's always been the, the dates and the budgets we work to. But I think the probability of hitting those dates has improved slightly in the last little while. And we're still working towards those dates.
0: When you say P50, that's 50-50.
1: It has a 50% chance of being exceeded or met.
0: Okay, so that's the date you're confident on. What about the number in terms of cash? Are you still running to the same budget? Same story. All right, so that's encouraging. So at that point, once you hand over in November of 2025, what needs to be done? And I reference now this motorway north of Auckland that you may or may not have anything to do with. But the motorway north of Auckland seems to me have been been ready for months, and they just sit there mucking around with lawyers, testing roads and stuff. Is the same thing going to happen with the CRL? Uh,
1: No, I think it's different. That's a PPP, uh, Public-Private Partnership. The handover arrangements are are quite different in that that, uh, those circumstances. Look, um, getting a railway ready for public operations is is almost as complex as uh, getting an airline certified. Uh, There's a lot to be done, and Uh, A lot for AT and Kiri Rail to work out just uh, before they can set an opening date. Even just a little thing like driver training. They have hundreds of drivers. They all have to drive the route.
0: Mm.
1: There are two options going west and two options going east. Uh, I'm not a driver or a driver trainer, but I imagine that's four hours um, uh, drive training for each one. You've only got a limited number of trains you can put onto the network while the network's uh, running its normal services. So driver training will take uh, some time in its own right, and then there's all the other operational things that they have to do to make sure the, stadiums are, uh, the sorry the stations are ready to run. So
0: let's say 2026 is it and it finally opens. You would still argue, as you sit here talking to me this morning, that this whole thing is still worth it. Absolutely. The COVID was a mistake, according to Simon Bridges. You should have worked through it. Is that fair with the benefit of hindsight? Uh, Simon doesn't understand what we had to do.
1: We would have liked to have worked through it. We would have liked to have worked through it, regardless. But that that um, choice was taken away from us. But uh, in in Melbourne, they worked through it. Uh, we were keen to, but there was a decision made that all construction had to stop.
0: Yeah, no, that's right. So 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 you would have, if, if it had been in your hands, you would have done it.
1: Yes, we would have with protocols that they were using in Melbourne and Sydney. Just bear in mind that that was that was twelve weeks of lockdown. Hmm. We were affected for three years by COVID, supply chain, resource shortages, closed borders, etc.
0: Okay. Are you seeing? Are you done with terms of problems with COVID? I mean, can we stop blaming COVID for everything now? I'm told the shipping supply things good, and the migration's booming, so labour should be right. Is that fair or not?
1: Yep. As of one January, we had uh, taken COVID off our list of uh, reasons why things weren't working.
0: Fantastic. All right, so we're good to go. Yeah. No, well, we're not good to go. We're good to go in a few years' time. We're on track. But... But for now, we're we're, we're feeling confident. Yeah, we're tracking well. All right, appreciate your time very much. Sean Sweeney, uh, City railing. Interesting with the benefit of hindsight that uh, they should have done. This is what we learn out of COVID, isn't it? We should have done what Australia did. The construction industry in general, as they stood outdoors in the fresh air, had no reason to have the plug pulled on them. I'm just thinking I need a list of reasons why... I'm not do, doing my job properly. Exactly. So I could just refer people to... Look, if I could just refer you to my list, uh, yeah, I'm constantly updating it.
1: For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen
0: live to Newstalk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.